The program you about to hear is a pre-recorded broadcast. Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace. Strengthening the Saints against Islam's assault on North America. Well, welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. This is Tom Wallace. Yesterday I began a new thread of broadcasts that I want to do for this week. And I'm working on a book. And the title of this book, the working title, I'm not sure if it will remain this way, but my target, my idea of this book is Islam, America's Coming Judgment. I have been preaching and warning my countrymen here in North America that I believe judgment is coming because of our national sin, that God is raising up an enemy, and that enemy is Islam. I believe that Islam will be used as an instrument to bring vexing, sore judgment upon Western civilization, not just North America, but I believe Europe is involved in this judgment too. That God will bring judgment upon these nations. Why? Because they have sinned and turned away from God. Our sin is great before the Lord. And I've been witnessing the development of Islam over in Europe, and I'm seeing it and witnessing it here now in North America. And I want to share with you some of these things that are a concern as I've been studying this and watching these trends and seeing how things are beginning to take place. Now, yesterday we talked about Europe, the development and the advancement of Islam in Europe. I want to turn in today's broadcast more towards North America and what's happening here. But let me say this about Europe because, again, we've got to pay attention to what's happening in Europe. That's our crystal ball. If we continue on the path that we are heading on, we are following the Europeans in so many ways. And we're making the same mistakes. Now, in Europe, they are predicting that the newspapers, simply as a matter of math, folks, by the decade of the 40s, in the 40s, 2040s, they are predicting that there'll be more Muslims in many European countries than non-Muslims. It's just simply a matter of math, folks. We're not having the babies. They are. We're killing our unborn. They are reproducing like rabbits, so to speak. And they're immigrating. And they are accumulating. And they have a mission. They're resolved in what they're doing. So, so what, where we are in Europe, we're about 50 million Muslims right now. And uh, there are many places in London where all the first graders, the school is more than half Muslim. And uh, many cities in Britain are like that. And then in other European countries, we're seeing these same trends. Now, here in the United States and also up in Canada, we have some of these growing issues here. Now, the census of 2010 says that there's only just over 3 million Muslims here in the United States. Now, how many of us really believe that the Muslims said, we're Muslim here, we want to identify, we want you to know, um, you know, after 9-11, we want you to know we're Muslim. Yeah, very few people actually told us that they're Muslim. The FBI says the number's closer to 7 million. My sources in the FBI say around 7 million. That's the number they're working on. Now, up in Canada, there's 3 million. And now the State Department here gives visas, temporary visas, to 100,000 Muslims every year. 
They also tell us that most of the Muslims who get these temporary visas, like student visas, work visas, marriage visas, whatever, they overstay their visa, and we don't know where they're at. The State Department also tells us that we take in 85,000 refugees every year. Now, the United Nations determines who we get, and 99% of the refugees they send us are Muslim, and we pretty much have no say in that, apparently. Now, we get to vet them to see if they are a threat to us, and if they are removed, then that number will be filled with other Muslims. So we're seeing them coming in in great numbers. Now, here, I want to focus on what I believe our biggest danger is. Our biggest danger is not terrorist. I, I know that doesn't sound natural or normal, but I believe that the terrorism is a distraction for us. My dad used to do gospel magic. He was involved in the magic circle there in London, and we would go down and see a lot of presentations of magic and so on there. And I I never could really do that kind of stuff because I just don't have the dexterity for it. But I enjoy it. I enjoy watching it. But um, magicians, what do they do? They throw your attention with one hand over there. They get you looking over to your left side and watching over there. And while you're paying attention over there, you're not paying attention to really what's going on, where the trick is about to unfold. And that's with the other hand. So they, you know, they throw your attention elsewhere. And I believe that a lot of the terrorism is just that. It causes us to spend a lot of money, a lot of resources, a lot of time. And boy, are we spending a lot of resources on those things. And we're not paying attention to the Trojan horse, to the enemy that's coming within, that's not getting our attention. I have said this now for a number of years, and those of you who've listened to my program, you already know the answer to this, but it's important you hear this. I believe the most dangerous terrorist organization, I'm going to use the word terrorist, even though that's not really how they're designated. They're not even designated as a terrorist organization yet. But I believe the most dangerous Muslim organization to North America is the Muslim Brotherhood. It's not ISIS. It's not Al-Qaeda. It's not Al-Shabaab. It's not Al-Nusra or Boko Haram or Hezbollah. And we could just go down the list. These other groups are dangerous. Yes, these are the terrorists, Hamas and everything else. And we have an army. And we have intelligence agencies and, and other groups that are working to keep us safe from those things. And I'm glad for it. I'm not saying that we shouldn't put our attention there. But we better start looking at the other hand instead of getting our mind distracted on only one thing. We better start paying attention to the Muslim Brotherhood. Now, the Muslim Brotherhood started coming into America in 1963. The reason why I say they're dangerous is because they don't operate like terrorists. They operate like politicians, like civil rights groups, like the good, you know, good old club, uh, civil club, civics, and, and so on there. And they set themselves up as front groups. But their goal is the destruction 
of these United States and anyone that is not Muslim. And they're coming into the West and they're using our laws. They have learned how to manipulate our laws to their advantages. They learned that in Europe. They cut their teeth in that. And I've been watching them here in America now for 10 years. And boy, are they gaining strength. But they came here in 1963 into Illinois, and they started the Muslim Student Association. They went first to our college students. It was smart. It really is. We've got to hand it to them. We've got to admit that they are sometimes smarter than us in these areas. And now they have chapters in just about every major state university throughout our country. They're operating now in our high schools and even moving into our junior schools with their MSA, Muslim Student Associations. And here they begin to indoctrinate. Now, this isn't their biggest place of recruiting people into their ideologies of Islam and and so on there. Uh, That's mainly in their prisons. We have another side of that moving. That's the most fertile ground. And we're going to be having as a guest here sometime in the near future a person who's written the book, The Fertile Soil referring to our prisons and the recruitment of Muslims and terrorists from that area. But the founder of, of CARE, the Council of American Islamic Relations, was started out of another group, the IAP, the Islamic Association of Palestine. And uh, CARE, which was formed in 1994, has become the pretty much the, the leader of the Muslim Brotherhood organizations here. You've got others. You've got ISNA, the Islamic Society of North America. You've got NATE, which is the financing side, the North American Islamic Trust. Eighty percent of the mosques in the United States are funded and financed by NATE, the North American Islamic Trust. The co-founder of CARE, the Council of American Islamic Relations, which, by the way, is two blocks away from Congress in Washington, D.C. They used to be headquartered in Chicago. There's someone else who came from Chicago who went to Washington, D.C. back in, oh, wait, oh yeah, that was Obama. That's right. And when Obama went to Washington, D.C. from Chicago, guess who followed them? That's right, CARE. That's when they moved their offices there. Here's what the co-founder of care said back on july the 4th back in 1998 he was recorded by a journalist out of the san ramon newspaper the east bay times and so the reporter uh, has you know uh, was there heard this the speaker omar thought that he was speaking just to a group of muslims and he let his guard down and said some things that uh, he wouldn't say publicly now, of course, he's denied these things, but the paper and the reporter is, is um, uh, holding to their guns. Here's what he said, July 4th. Islam isn't in America to be equal to any other faith, but to become dominant. The Quran, the Muslim book of Scripture, should be the highest authority in America, and Islam the only accepted religion on earth. Uh, why do I say that? You know, you and I say, well, that's not a surprise to us. So that's what they believe and want. Well, they, they, they deny that that's what they're here for. They say, oh, we're just a civil rights group. We just want to, you know, rights, equal rights for Muslims. That's all we're interested in. We don't want Sharia law here. But every time that we try to bring a blockage to Sharia law being practiced, cares the ones that's suing these states when they do that. Well, again, the time tells us to stop. 
but we'll pick up more on this in tomorrow's broadcast. I hope you enjoyed that pre-recorded show. I want to take a moment, though, to make an announcement of what's coming up this weekend. We're going to be having a meeting this coming Monday, October the 3rd, at the Bellingham Baptist Church at 7 o'clock. And I'm hoping that we'll be able to see some of our listeners. Some of you might be able to make it across the border and to be with us there. And I'm hoping I'm going to be able to fly out of Charlotte with uh, Hurricane Ian coming on our heels. I'm hoping we're going to be able to make the connection out of the airport, but we'll hopefully be there by Monday, Lord willing. Bring a friend. We'd love to see them. And again, let me also remind you that we're still in our fall fundraising campaign. Thank you for all those of you who've called and uh, given over the phone or given on the internet and those that we're waiting to still hear from by check. And maybe today you'll help us reach our goal. Our goal is $25,000 and we're running out of the month. We're getting near to the end of it there. You can give safely, securely online at fortressoffaith.com. If you want to give by check, please give us a call. We'll be glad to give you our address. And if you want to donate over the phone, the number to call is 800-616-0082. Again, that's 800-616-0082. It's essential that we do reach this goal. Maybe you've been praying, maybe you've been waiting to the end, and now's the time to call 800-616-0082. And again, on Monday night, we'll be meeting at the Bellingham Baptist Church at 7 o'clock, and I'm looking forward to meeting with our listeners and sharing with you some things that the Lord has been teaching me. Until then, join us again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.